Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. This past Sunday, we celebrated the birth of Christ. That same Christ that was born in a manger in Bethlehem would have an encounter later in his life with a Samaritan woman at a well. In fact, even more intriguing was it was a Samaritan woman at a Samaritan well. The exchange is quite fascinating, and to ensure we understand what was happening and the significance of it, let's cover some of the backstory to it. Now, at the time when Jesus lived, Jews would not speak to Samaritans, who they considered heretics and sinners. A Jewish man, even more so a Jewish rabbi, would never have talked to a woman in public. Furthermore, if the woman was a Samaritan, the teaching goes something like this. The impurity of the Samaritans would extend even to the water from the Samaritan well which was Jacob's well, as we later find out. So with that stage set and the background understood, let us go to the Holy Gospel according to John. We will be picking it up in the fourth chapter of John, verse 7. Quote, There came a woman of Samaria, Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it himself and his sons and his cattle? Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. The water that I shall give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. The water that I shall give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Wow. How rich in meaning those words from our Lord Jesus Christ. And how rich the catechesis is that surrounds these points from our Lord. But to draw out even more meaning, let us turn to our book of the day from a guy who has a very intriguing website that I'm just now exploring, Matthew Leonard. And that website is the science of sainthood. Again, the science of sainthood. Now, Matthew wrote a book all about prayer. And in it, he tells us this story about the woman at the well. The name of that book is before we go on, is Prayer Works, Getting a Grip on Catholic Spirituality. 
again by Matthew Leonard. Let's go to the book. Quote, Remember the encounter between Jesus and the Samaritan woman at the well in the Gospel of John. Jesus asked the woman to draw water for him to drink. She's surprised because Jews didn't normally mix with Samaritans. Jesus responds to her surprise by saying, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Verse 410. Being a practical woman, she points out that he doesn't even have a jar. So how is it he is going to get her some of this, quote, living water? And then Jesus delivers the kicker. Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water I shall give him will never thirst. The water that I shall give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. John 4.13 and 4.14 Jesus knows our longings. He knows we're thirsty. And he knows he can quench that thirst. That's why he offers himself to us and is constantly seeking us out. All we have to do is accept him. And that's where prayer comes in. It's the encounter of God's thirst with ours. That point comes to us from the Catechism 2560. And note, it's just not for later. We're just not talking about heaven. Heaven, The living water he offers us begins to fill us up now, slacking our present thirst and welling up to eternal life until we are perfected. Prayer is vitally important because we are called by Christ to be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect, Matthew 5.48. But perfection isn't a thing, so to speak, it's a person, God. Personal perfection, therefore, is not the be-all, end-all. It's not even the greatest ethical behavior. Not even, excuse me, not even the greatest ethical behavior is enough to make a person a saint. God is perfect, and prayer makes us more like God, and that's why prayer is important. Catechism point 2572. End of quote. Now there is a solid, gigantic nugget of wisdom. Prayer is important, because why? Matthew Leonard tells us prayer makes us more like God. In fact, the Catechism tells us that, and the Holy Scripture tells us that. We, the creature, are reaching out to God, the Creator, like little ones. Now, you might think, boy, that's kind of presumptuous, isn't it? I mean, to say by praying to God, we become like God? How can you say that? Well, in fact, I'm not saying it. God is the one saying it. He just told us of the spring of water, living water, he even calls it, welling up to eternal life. In fact, our Lord is not asking us, but imploring us to pray. Now, maybe, just maybe, you took my advice last week to watch the greatest Christmas movie ever made. It's a wonderful life. And if you did, in that movie, you will remember the great George Bailey is moved to pray when he is at Martini's bar. You might remember the scene. It's Christmas Eve. 
George Bailey makes his way to Martini's bar to have a drink to collect himself. In fact, he has too many drinks, evidently. And he has had a lot on his mind, and the events of his life are spinning out of control. So much so that Nick, Martini's assistant, asks George if he wants a ride home out of compassion for his friend. Those events are first. George has learned that the Bailey building and loan has lost $8,000. And now that dang bank examiner, who is always unfriendly, has just shown up. Second, George just about threatened to kill his Uncle Billy, who evidently has lost the money. Third, George was all spun up emotionally and takes that out on his kids and his wife when he gets home. So he's made the people he loves the most the enemies in his mind. Fourth, the old man Potter has turned him down on a desperate plea for a loan. And now Potter tells him there's a warrant out for his arrest. Something about embezzling. And then the movie. It's a Wonderful Life teaches us something about human nature. Something that we all know is true in our heart of hearts. George does something he admits he doesn't want to do. He begins, Dear Father in Heaven, I'm not a praying man, but if you're up there and you can hear me, show me the way. I'm at the end of my rope. I... And he stops and he ends by saying this, show me the way God. And just then the prayer is interrupted and the man next to him, the husband of George Bailey's daughter, the school teacher whom George just berated on the phone earlier that evening, her school teacher The husband is next to George Bailey, and he proceeds to cold cock him for what he had said to his wife. And as George tries to pick himself up off the ground with a bleeding lip, he mutters to himself, that's what I get for praying. (laughs) And as you might remember in the movie, the prayer is answered in the form of of George's guardian angel, Clarence, whom, ironically, George saves at the bridge with the toll house. And after Clarence fakes that he is drowning in the river below, George jumps in to save him. And while they're both drying themselves off with a, in the toll house, in the bridge's toll house uh, building, with the, the, the toll house keeper there looking on in utter amusement and surprise. The exchange between George and his angel is priceless. Let's go to that exchange. Clarence says, your lip is bleeding, George. George says, yeah, I got it busted in the jaw in an answer to a prayer a little bit ago. Clarence, oh, no, 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 George. I'm the answer to your prayer. That's why I was sent down here. And to that, George's mind is blown. Prayer always packs a punch, doesn't it? Figuratively and literally. (laughs) Where's the mind blown emoji now? (laughs) We need it. 
But that's our nugget of wisdom for today. Prayer is the wellspring that produces for us the living water, the water that we will always, that will always quench our, our thirst, that living water that our Lord wants us and implores us to use. Prayer is essential. It's a fundamental. So in today's Mojo Minute, as we begin our journey in faith, or if we were, if we are returning to that journey of faith, let us begin with heartfelt prayers, much like George Bailey did in the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. And always know that indeed, heartfelt prayer always packs a punch. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually six to nine pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.